Revelation 3 and 3 of the New Living Translation reads, Go back to what you heard and believed at first. Hold to it firmly. Repent and turn to me again. If you don't wake up, I will come to you suddenly, as unexpected as a thief. This is the Avinu.info podcast, brought to you by the Avinu.info blog author and senior pastors of Living Church Ministries International, Bishop Demetrix and Pastor Pauline Roscoe. This week's topic is Unexpected as a Thief in the Night. There is no reason for anyone trying to distinguish that Yeshua, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, is the Savior sneaking around like a thief, is part of his divine conclusion of who goes to heaven or not. The only similarity is thieves use the element of secrecy and surprise. By contrast, our Jewish Messiah conveys the importance of maintaining a relationship predicated on a renewed heart, the empowerment from the Holy Spirit, and obedience to the Word of God that determines one's fate. Here we see an example of how some preachers may confuse the terms good works against works of the law. Sometimes when the term works appears in scripture alone, too many times it is automatically assumed that doing what is right is a work of the law. Unfortunately, while a minister means well, these statements position grace and good works in opposition to one another. Satan is all too eager to have us fight over the term grace is free and not earned, which points to Adonai's kindness, mercy, his free gift, and undeserved favor. Colossians 1, 9-10 of the Complete Word Study Bible reads, For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will, and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Hebrews 13 and 21 of the Complete Word Study Bible make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. The woeful teachings that the grace declaration covers past, present, and future sins leaves the impression that grace becomes an antidote against the judgment of immorality. Even worse, some teach habitual sins are automatically covered without a behavior change or a repenting heart. The probability that anyone truly born of Adonai would suppose that grace frees the church world from habitually transgressing is unthinkable. Without the erroneous twist, one only needs to reread Ephesians 2, 4 through 10 and allow the Holy Spirit to breathe on your heart. Ephesians 2, 4 through 10 of the Complete Word Study Bible, but God, who was rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us, through Christ Jesus. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained, that we should walk in them. Ephesians 2 and 10 of the New Living Translation. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. So then, it is the ordained workmanship of the Heavenly Father who produces children of virtue performing his will. James 2 and 26 of the NLT. Just as the body is dead without breath, so also faith is dead without good works. 
James 3 and 13 through 18 of the NLT. True wisdom comes from God, the author of good works. If you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you are bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your heart, don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying, for jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. But the wisdom from above is first of all pure. It is also peace-loving, gentle at all times, and willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy and the fruit of good deeds. It shows no favoritism and is always sincere. And those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of righteousness. Revelation 3, 1 through 5 of the NLT. The message to the church in Sardis. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Sardis. This is the message from the one who has the sevenfold spirit of God and the seven stars. I know all the things you do and that you have a reputation for being alive, but you are dead. Wake up. Strengthen what little remains, for even what is left is almost dead. I find that your actions do not meet the requirements of my God. Go back to what you heard and believed at first. Hold to it firmly. Repent and turn to me again. If you don't wake up, I will come to you suddenly, as unexpected as a thief. Yet there are some in the church in Sardis who have not soiled their clothes with evil. They will walk with me in white, for they are worthy. All who are victorious will be clothed in white. I will never erase their names from the book of life, but I will announce before my father and his angels that they are mine. Bishop Roscoe says here, we use three different translations and all agree that Yeshua is warning the laid back, unconcerned, and overconfident believers that they were falling short of the requirements of Adonai, God of Israel. Revelation 3, 1 through 2 of the NLT. The message to the church in Sardis. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Sardis. This is the message from the one who has the sevenfold spirit of God and the seven stars. I know all the things you do and that you have a reputation for being alive, but you are dead. Wake up, strengthen what little remains, for even what is left is almost dead. I find that your actions do not meet the requirements of my God. Revelation 3 and 3 of the Amplified. So call to mind the lessons you received and heard continually lay them to heart and obey them and repent in case you will not in case you will not rouse yourselves and keep awake and watch i will come upon you like a thief and you will not know or sus and you will not know or suspect at what hour i will come revelation 3 2 through 3 of the complete jewish bible for i have found what you are doing incomplete in the sight of my god so remember what you received and heard and obey it. For if you don't wake up, I will come like a thief and you don't know at what moment I will come upon you. The most crucial understanding is in all cases of the holy text. Jesus Christ is teaching and speaking to the church world about an understanding that obedience and perseverance were parts of an earlier concept in the believer's faith. Through the gospel being kept by Christ meant being endowed with power and the ability to stand in his strength after you believed. John 1 and 12 of the Amplified, but to as many as did receive and welcome him, he gave the authority, power, privilege, right to become the children of God. That is, to those who believe in, adhere to, trust in, and rely on his name. The Amplified Bible's introduction of the book of Romans. The content of Romans is centered in the theme of God's revelation of righteousness. 
Evident is the fact that Jews and Gentiles alike are unrighteous sinners in need of salvation. In the person of Jesus Christ is revealed the perfect righteousness. Through the death and resurrection of Christ, the provision has been made for men to obtain this righteousness through faith. Divine power to enable man to live in accordance with this righteousness is imparted through the Holy Spirit. Special consideration is given to the Jews through whom God had revealed himself in the Old Testament times, but who now were rejecting Jesus as the Messiah. In the final part of this book, Paul develops the practical application for the Christian. Ephesians 3, 14 through 21 of the New Living Translation reads, Paul's prayer for spiritual growth. When I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth, I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God, who is able, through his mighty power at work within us, to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus, through all generations forever and ever. Amen. According to the Complete Word Study Bible Dictionary, the Greek definition of thief, to steal. The Greek word kleptes, or kleptu, from klepto, means to steal, thief. See Matthew 6 and 19 and 20, Luke 12, 33 and 39, 1 Corinthians 6 and 10, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 2 and 4, 1 Peter 4 and 15, 2 Peter 3 and 10, Revelation 3 and 3, and 16 and 15. Listes or robber. The Cleptes steals by fraud and in secret. See Matthew 24 and 43, as well as John 12 and 6. The Cleptes steals by fraud and in secret while the leasties by violence and openly. Metaphorically of false teachers or deceivers who steal men away from the truth, as in John 10 and 8 and 10, Hosea 7 and 1. The synonym, Hirosulos, or one who robs temples, or harpax, an extortioner. 1 John 3, 1 through 10 of the New Living Translation, See how very much our Father loves us, for he calls us his children, and that is what we are. But the people who belong to this world don't recognize that we are God's children because they don't know him. Dear friends, we are already God's children, but he has not yet shown us what we will be like when Christ appears. But we do know that we will be like him, for we will see him as he really is. And all who have this eager expectation will keep themselves pure, just as he is pure. Everyone who sins is breaking God's law, for all sin is contrary to the law of God. And you know that Jesus came to take away our sins, and there is no sin in him. Anyone who continues to live in him will not sin, but anyone who keeps on sinning does not know him or understand who he is. Dear children, don't let anyone deceive you about this. When people do what is right, it shows that they are righteous, even as Christ is righteous. But when people keep on sinning, it shows that they belong to the devil who has been sinning since the beginning. But the Son of God came to destroy the works of the devil. Those who have been born into God's family do not make a practice of sinning because God's life is in them. So they can't keep on sinning because they are children of God. So now we can tell who are children of God and who are children of the devil. 
Anyone who does not live righteously and does not love other believers does not belong to God. Revelation 20, 11 through 15 of the NLT reads, The Final Judgment. And I saw a great white throne and the one sitting on it. The earth and sky fled from his presence, but they found no place to hide. I saw the dead, both great and small, standing before God's throne, and the books were opened, including the book of life, and the dead were judged according to what they had done, as recorded in the books. The sea gave up its dead, and death and the grave gave up their dead, and all were judged according to their deeds. Then death and the grave were thrown into the lake of fire. This lake of fire is the second death, and anyone whose name was not found recorded in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Avenu.info blog podcast. Special thanks to our authors, Bishop Demetrix and Pastor Pauline Roscoe, and to our editor, Val Gunter. Always walk blessed in the strong name of Jesus.